Hello and welcome! You are listening to episode 107 of the Nearly Men Video Games Podcast, coming to you live on Twitch from Scotland on Thursday, 21st April 2022. I am Blunderboy87, and joining me today is Colin NM. Ahoy hoy. And Paul Kaczynski. Ahoy hoy. We are the Nearly Men, and this episode of the podcast is brought to you by executive producer Hamster Boy. We have nothing to do with the video games industry. We don't make them, we don't sell them, and we're not even particularly good at them. We are the Nearly Men, and at some point, you have probably kicked our asses online. Hey! Hey, I got you two weeks, you stopped doing all your sound effects! <laughs> I, was, I was too busy giggling at Colin right before we went live going, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> and then I nearly, I nearly went. I, I nearly went. And it was just, oh, Pete Tong. I could see something moving out the corner of my eye. Pete I was like, Tong. don't look, don't look. I know, well, I was, I was laughing at how seriously you were refusing to look at anything other than... In, in the, like, the script is there. <laughs> Don't look. <laughs> so I need to get this introduction right. How are we, gentlemen? Aye. All good. All good, say. Aye. Did you survive without me? Just. It's Just. nice to see all three of us on the same screen. I know. It's been a the occasional minute. men. <laughs> Indeed. The sometimes nearly men. We were very going to, very going to nearly need, need to... <sighs> We were nearly going to almost going to need a right? nearly going to need a rebrand. <laughs> why, why can I smell toast? <laughs> what is this oh. someone called? Just a few weeks ago, the nearly nearly men. Nearly nearly uh, men. Yes, the the, the nearly nearly men. men and the occasional men and all sorts, all sorts. We've I've been getting one. a tight blunder. To be honest, we've been getting absolute pelters, right. and you've not I mean, been here. We've been getting pelters. I've got That's one question. Happened. I've got one question for you, Blunder. What? Did you listen to last week's podcast? I did, and you did asked you? me. You said Blunder Boy. If you're listening, say, "Oh, sub it tape." No, rewind the tape. It was definitely some case. You're like, "Oh, he's not nah, listening. He's, he's he listening, doesn't do that." And then I can't. Oh, what is it you said? <laughs> I was, I was, I was, I was to say something. I just don't remember what it was because you're asking me to say it in chat because Colin thought Colin was like Jankies. Watching and you went, now nah, I've popped in at the start and then left, but he doesn't do that. <laughs> and then you told, you told me to say something and I almost texted you saying that. And I was like, I'll save it for the podcast then. I forgot what it was you said. Yeah, you should have. Well, goldfish brain, you should have just texted as well. You remembered because I can't remember either what we said. <laughs> what speed did you listen to at? Right. Oh, that's right. I listened to it in two, uh, two times speed. Two times? Gosh. Two, two times. times. So uh, you basically just—it's great. We you should listen uh, to Alvin and the Chipmunks. We should yes. bring back. I—I I mean, episodes and episodes ago, we did a wee bit <laughs> where we played ourselves. At, was it half speed or three quarter half, speed or something? It was half speed. And it sounds like you're drunk, and it is the yeah. funniest thing ever. I'll bring it back for next week, right? It's very <laughs> funny. It's that very good. funny. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. You could bring us back talking about blunders, budgie smugglers. Um, in half speed, <laughs> and then and then Blunder will put them at at double speed, and yep. it'll sound normal. Uh huh. Absolutely. Well, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder what that would. Sound I wonder like. if that would work. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Science. Do you remember you used to slow? Well, you you maybe don't remember this when there was records instead of your CDs. You could slow slow the speed down so record players the two speeds. So if you bought a single, oh, right, yeah. it was like thirty three or I no seventy eight, and then the. The Hello. albums were 33, right? But you could slow it down. And like, and if you slowed down Rick Astley... No, if you slowed down Kylie Minogue, she sounded like Rick Astley. And if you sped <laughs> up Rick Astley, he sounded like Kylie Minogue. Paolo, uh, Blunder and I are in our 30s. We only bought record players, ironically. Right, yeah. <laughs> I do actually own a record player, but I own records. For the meme. Like, <laughs> yeah. like lilac like, vinyls and all that. I've got um, like video game records, like Resident Evil soundtracks, but I don't. Well, Mark's got a record player I could play them on. I've got the Bioshock record and stuff, but, but I had a I had a cassette player when I was younger that did that. You could play it, so it was like. Oh, cassettes that you could do long play. Yeah, ah. so like, uh, let's get ready to rumble and uh, the Lion King <laughs> soundtrack and all that. And it's like half speed. It was real scary. The best thing was when 
uh, we got a VCR eventually that could do long play, and you could like record like like four hours worth of mm-hmm. movies and yeah. stuff like that. Um, and I remember like we would. <laughs> Before we went on holiday, I'd sit down with my dad and we would like program the VCR for all the movies that I wanted to. Yes. To, wanted <laughs> that we were going to miss in the two week period. You know, you used to get like the. It wasn't the TV Times, but like one of the papers did like a, a sort of. One of the booklets in the paper had like about two weeks worth of telly. Uh, and uh, we used to program the films that we were going to miss because you used to get really good for some reason, I guess, because. Because kids are off school and stuff, you used to get good stuff on mm-hmm. during used, the summer holidays. Used to be an event. Were you? Did you do it with a timer, or were you posh and did you have Video Plus? Um, it was a timer to begin with. I think eventually one of the ones we got did have Video Plus. Oh, fancy, fancy! Mm. I didn't even know what that is. I do remember when I was younger going to Global Video. If you remember that? Back yes. Then. Oh and, yes. Uh, well, that's what we were talking. We were talking about Global Video last week, were we not? Oh. Were we? Were we not? I was talking about it someday. <laughs> he talks to a lot of people. Can't, to be fair, can't imagine. <laughs> um, and I remember at the back of one of them, it had like the time scale of like. When a film's in the cinema and how it gets to, it was like trying to say this is why you should come to Global Video. So it was like six months to to rental, uh, a year to Sky uh, Cinema or whatever mm-hmm. Sky Cinema was back in the nineties, and then it was like a year and a half to two years till it was released in VHS. And I'm like, how did you wait that long? How did you see a film then two years later see it again? And it, that Global School thing was like. But you can get it early though, because we're a video rental company. And then you've yeah, got the Batman was... that was released in March, and now is streaming. You can get it as a home rental HBO. now. Do you know what I mean? Can you? Oh, good, I can watch it, because I just couldn't hold my bladder. You go see that in the cinema. <laughs> can you get it in home rental? I thought it was HBO Max it was it, on. It is streaming. I, I don't know mm. where it is, but... Pretty sure uh, it's HBO Max, which you can't uh, get. Because I saw up. someone I would say, argue that. where can I watch the Batman in the UK? And I was like, is it online already? I will find out. Or yeah, you if, find out. If you know, and you want to let us know where we can watch the Batman. The Batman in the UK. is excellent. I uh, really like to blunder. I think you'll like it a lot. Here's how you can let us know with these contact details. Reaching the Nearly Men is easier than ever. Search for the Nearly Men video games podcast on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or your preferred podcast player. We stream on Twitch, follow Colin at Colin underscore NM, follow Paul at Paul Kaczynski, all one word, follow Blunderboy at Blunderboy87, and let's get social on Facebook as The Nearly Men, Twitter and Instagram where we are at Nearly Men, or go old school and email us on info at thenearlymen.com. Need all that again? Links are on our website, thenearlymen.com. So what are you waiting for? So please do get in touch to let us know where we can watch interesting TV films, TV shows, other things, or um, to let us know what you're doing with video games, because that's what we are, a video game podcast. Who knew that? Wait, what? I know. Wait, what? what? Sometimes we talk about video games. Uh, As we mentioned every week, you can also support the Nearly Main channel by purchasing some of our lovely merchandise for your visual listeners. Uh, Colin just there was uh, gesticulating at his chest uh, showing off one of the t-shirts so you can go go to printbunker.co.uk slash collection slash the nearly men. Uh, you can grab one of our fantastic t-shirts designed by Colin himself uh, for $15.99 and then you can also grab a hoodie which as I always say and I was saying it at the weekend when I was wearing it down at Insomnia they are the snuggliest, comfiest hoodies ever uh, the hoodies are just twenty ninety nine, and it's very, very good quality. Wow, uh, exceptional quality. Um, and the t-shirts are very comfy as well. I had one of them all week on for a good uh, six, seven hours, and it was very easy, breezy cover girl. Beautiful. Comfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any new designs coming I'm, soon, Colin? Uh, I don't... Th- well, I, possibly. I've, I've not... Um, Oh, he's an artist, and now he does. He's just like, oh, resting in his laurels. I've I've got some uh, some we ideas, um, but but I don't know. But yeah, yeah, we could maybe we could maybe do that. Mm. But well, I, I somewhat yeah. uh, dated one of them by a mistake, didn't I? Because I put twenty twenty one on. 
<laughs> oh really? <laughs> it's the, the high score twenty twenty one on the uh, on the on the Tetris one. And I bet that's good because then you, what you do is you uh, you stop printing it and you say it was limited edition. Yeah, and then they yeah. sell on eBay for like millions, millions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so that before we do that, everybody should buy one, yeah. or else you'll never get them. Limited run exclusivity. Because very soon I'm going to put high score 2022. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's like when Disneyland goes to Christmas bobble and all they've done is change the date. You're like, oh, I've got that for last year, but thanks. Because <laughs> I'm a completionist. Yeah, you'd still buy it. I know. Just blow the boys. Tree is just the same bobble, just yeah. with a different date on it hmm. everywhere. I swear I've got two of the aerial ones, and the only thing that's different is like the snowdrops are slightly in a different pattern. <laughs> But I was like, it's worth it. <laughs> it's a Disney bobble. Unreal. I know. I know. It's good humorism. <laughs> Speaking That's of good humorism, um, well, I was away the past two weeks in case you didn't notice. We didn't. Sorry. No. I, you're different. I hear there was riots in the street that Wonderboy was not on stream. There was? Um, there was. There was. There was riots in the street in Birmingham started by you. <laughs> <laughs> so the first week I was away in Rome, which was nice. Um, but no, uh, actually, there was riots in Birmingham and, and in Rome. In Rome, I actually went back into Pokemon Go because I love getting Pokemon from holidays. So that was exciting. Do you get different last Pokemon weekend, and Pokemon holidays? Uh, you get. Or a, po- it's easier or a Pokemon to get, on holiday? Do they have well, accents? Sometimes the you get Pokemon you have accents. They do, they have Italian accents. Bella Bella. It's a me, Charmander. <laughs> 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 Sorry to any Italians Sorry to um, anyone listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think that was a flawless? Uh... I thought I, I thought I was in Rome there for a moment. Uh, uh, I know. <laughs> Actually, that was a sneak peek at Chris Pratt playing Superman. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. There you go. There you go. But uh, last weekend, uh, last week I couldn't make it because I was, as Colin says, down in Birmingham uh, at Insomnia 68. So for those who don't know, Insomnia is a big gaming festival. Uh, and it was really cool when it started. Um, they did a big countdown, but they did like a quick history video. And it first started in like 1999. That's when the first one was. And it was like a LAN party. Remember LAN nice. parties? LAN party, yeah. Right. Um, so it started as a big LAN party, and then they've done it every year. Well, they've done a couple of years, because it's not been going for 68 years, obviously. I was going to say, um, so is, is it literally 68? Has there been I, 68 of them? There's been 68. I think the last one in person was 64. Okay, okay and then they did some online years, ones. Because of COVID, they did them online. Mm-hmm. So 68 was the first one back in person. Um, and it was just a big gaming convention, so... Uh, if you've been to like MCM Comic Con or what was the one we were talking about in Glasgow we've been to? I Resonate. Resonate. I was going to say Retrograde. Um, it's the same sort of idea as that. Uh, it's in the NEC in Birmingham, which is kind of like a big, massive venue. It's enormous. NEC. The NEC, yeah, it's that? huge. Huge. Um, and it was a four day event from Friday the 15th to Monday the 18th. Uh, and a lot of it's run by volunteers. So people volunteer the time to go down. So it's a big, massive. Um, industry festival i'm trying to think what they're for but a lot of it is running volunteers and the volunteers were great i must say they were they're really good um it's a lovely atmosphere it was really chill um a real mix of people there was families there was like hardcore geeks there was cosplayers there was people who your kids were just there because like oh something's on um but it was really, really nice and there was lots and lots and lots to do uh, so i'm going to run through the kind of different things that were on uh, and they talk about about each of them so they had loads of consoles to play which you would expect um, they had a big giant retro corner, uh, so you had like your Sega Mega Drive, your SNES, your NES, your Master Systems, your PlayStation One Twos, Dreamcast. Uh, what else did they have in N sixty four? I was really interested. Yes. They had they had the consoles and like protective cases. Ooh. Although I thought I thought the ventilation looked a bit dodgy, so I was like, oh, I don't know if I trust that. Um, <laughs> but it's clearly just to keep them safe because they're now really regarded as like gold dust. So they had the big retro section, which was cool. Um, they had a big bunch of arcade machines that were all free to play, so you didn't have to put coins in. So they had Excellent. like um, this Nerf game where you've got like basically just robotic Nerf guns just shooting things. Remember at the carnivals you used to shoot the the prize items like the ducks? Oh, and, mm-hmm. So it's like that, but it's Nerf. It's chaos. There's like a million things in the screen to shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, they had like the basketball games. They had, um, what else? They have an arcade section. 
just doing like uh, oh dance mat games, which um, Heck and MJ and I played uh, as well as Night Punk because there was a bunch of us down there. I set a record on um, one of the songs. Just, just oh my, so nice. BB eighty seven. His name is now in the Hall of Fame of dance. What what song? What was the Could song? Could not tell you. Isn't it matter? It was some chaotic hyper fuel dance track. Like see tracks like the song. It's sensory overload because every time you go to a new song, it like, gives you a sample. So it's like, and you go to the next one, it's like, bah, 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 bah. you're like, I don't know what. Wah. It was like an assault in the senses, but it's good fun. Um, they then had a, a big Xbox and PlayStation section mm-hmm. um, where there, were, there was lots of different games you could play in those. Um, I never went in that section because I've got those, so I didn't know if playing them. Was the PlayStation and, section called the PlayStation side of town? It was not. It and if they had, been. I would have been like, did you consult Colin? Exactly. That Brandon, and does he get a cut? Oh, yep. Interestingly, Nintendo, Nintendo had like a section, but then they just had like switch booths dotted around, which was quite nice. So people didn't have to wait in a booth the whole time. And then um, just like, I don't know, like strike breakers battering anybody in case they vaguely tried to unionize. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> Just got the Pinkertons in it rough folk up. <laughs> Topical. Yeah, I'm trying to talk a bit in Somnia Getting there. Wait, was that oh there was a bit you could play with your friends, so they had like a uh, first class trouble, dead by daylight. Uh, oh, what's that back for blood? So you could sign up. So we did that. We did two we did it twice. The first day we played, I played as um, Nemesis and 4K'd everyone. Mm-hmm. And annoyingly, the people who were playing before us had changed all the key bindings. Oh, excellent. excellent. To key bindings, which didn't even make sense. Like, their movement buttons were L and P. What? What? Um, so they changed the key bindings, and then they'd been told their time was up, so they'd started a new match. So we had to quit the match, choose our characters, select our perks, ready up, and then she was like, you have five minutes left, and we're like, no, we don't. <laughs> so we're playing this match. And it's nice you went day, all the way down to Birmingham to, to play uh, the game that you play up yeah, here. Yeah, absolute weirdos. I know, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was nice playing it in person. Oh, and it was oh, really oh, different. Because oh, oh. when, when you play online, we're playing in comms. But because we're sitting next to each other, we couldn't use comms. But we couldn't hear each other because the headphones. So we just had to actually trust each other to like, do well. So I did really well as a killer. And then... <laughs> and then the it next, was a disaster for Another everybody. ones that had to communicate yeah. field. And then the next... Oh. Stay when I was a survivor, uh, three of us escaped. The three of you escaped. You're saying it was because of me. Well, one person died, um, Scott and Fire, I think, uh, to Freddy, Freddy Krueger. Um, he got married. Um, so that was fun. Uh, they also had a big VR alley, like a big lane of VR headsets, like Oculus Questers. And you could play, there was like Minecraft VR, which looks disgustingly sickening. They moved so fast, it was, oh, I was watching it, I felt dizzy. Uh, and they had like I think a golf game maybe, um, and so they had a bunch of different VR games. So it was really good. It gave people a lot of time, like, chance to try lots of games they've never never played that are currently out and play different consoles and older consoles. Oh, they had a lot of big racing car setups as well. Um, nice. Which cars? I don't do cars, but people who played on the cars said they were good. I like, just always like, feel feedback. that those um like big stacks of VR, you know, a big VR. It just feels like. If if the PlayStation bit was the PlayStation side of town, then that would be like the pink eye section. Yeah, it's just a bit like oh. <laughs> nope. Um, um, there was another VR section that uh, me, Die Punk, Kick MJ, and uh, their friend Lou went in, and it was a four man VR session. So you're in two teams, and it's basically laser tag in VR. Oh, it was yes. Amazing. So, like, you loaded in and you're like a wee robot and you had your two guns. One was a shield and one was a gun, but you could switch. So, you have two shields or two guns. So, we've been a chaotic rogue in DD. I was like, I don't use shields. I just go and blasting. And, like, it's, it's so immersive because as soon as you go in, you believe you're in that world. So, you're like, peeking around walls and ducking behind crates and leaning over trying to shoot each other. Me and Diet Punk slaughtered. The other two. Um, and there was a bat I was standing with my back against the wall, hiding in a corner, and they both came from the other sides, and I just like reached out and shot them. I felt like that <laughs> was amazing. Um, but then, then then you see the pictures of us, and it was just like big goofballs, like falling <laughs> over, like nothing <laughs> at all. But when you're in that six minute game, 
feels so real. It's so good. Um, and you, you, you walk about, don't you? Yeah, you walk around. Like, you'd have to have a big room. I was like, I could play it in my garden with people because my garden was like the same size as the the space. Because Blunder, this Blunder just this humble bragging about yeah. how massive his, yeah, his you, you estate is. It's about the size of like a, like a school gym hall or so. <laughs> so the, the garden would work, wouldn't it? Uh, listen, the peasants, it wouldn't work for you lot, but in my, I suppose in my, on my seventh lawn, I could probably just about do it. <laughs> Squeeze yes. it in. Um, <laughs> but then everyone would need their own VR headset, so you need to get you. Like, oh, blunder! But how many? I mean, how many VR sets have you got in your house? I mean, you must have three or I four have, just lying I around. Have two. <laughs> <laughs> no, like one's a PSVR and one's Quest Two. Like they're not for like the same thing. Uh-huh. But I have two VR headsets. Um, but it was it was so good, so fun. The one bad thing is they were letting people queue up and get to the front, and then they're going, "Oh no, your kid's too small to play." Oh no! Ah. And they'd, they'd watched them queue the whole time, and we were ah. like, "Flashbacks to yeah. Nemesis, oh, flashbacks no. to yeah. Nemesis at Alton Towers, nineteen ninety six. Oh, so the that Coca-Cola, was a wee bit gutting. Garden Festival, nineteen eighty eight. Same thing. Same. Schwist. Can I ask what what VR headset was it you were using? Was was it a, a Quest Two? Was it a Quest Two? Uh, that's yeah, very clever. So I don't know how. What, I don't even know if it's like a public game you can buy. Uh, I, I would say mm. I'd go and look it up. I took a picture of the name. I'm sure you could look at my photos. Um, but it was it was very good. It was very responsive. It was lots of fun. I could mm. see things like that becoming big. I could see like laser quests. Laser quests are kind of phased out, but having that, and I think lots of people would play that. Um, well, I think there's no there are places you can em- do that. He's an yeah. empty room and the headsets. So it's not as if you're going to have and to a hell of a risk set. assessment. <laughs> I, that, that, I would, I would feel a wee bit cautious moving about. Where, where you are, you don't really run. You, you, you lunge at least. Or like what I was doing is I was standing my back against the wall and doing the action movie thing where you swing your right leg out and look down the corridor and shoot and then swinging back. So you don't really run. And I think right. one of the rules is you're not allowed to run. And plus, if you, if you go through a wall your guns will freeze you can't oh, okay. shoot or do anything so there's penalties for like try to be like cheating or, like, and how close safe. Can, can you get to your other players oh um die punk and i walked right in each other because i turned a corner as he turned and then screamed uh, and everyone in the whole arena heard him um, <laughs> it was very funny um, and then we couldn't stop laughing for ages and when you get shot you just have to walk back to your respawn area Okay. Um, and then go out, but you can camp people's respawn area, which is a bit a bit crap. Uh, so you need to you need to have like a, an agreement. We won't we won't spawn camp. Um, but the VR bit that that was so much fun. It was hilarious. Nice. Um, there was a big shopping area, like there is always at cons, and that's just just standard stuff like gaming stuff, game equipment, um, new keys for keyboards. Uh, there was art, toys. There was body pillows, which are always questionable. <laughs> um, so that was that was just standard fare. I didn't buy anything from there just because uh, it was hand luggage only that I'd got, and I didn't trust anything you know, getting broke or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a big cosplay corner where it was like people could show off the stuff they crafted, or they had hints and tips on how to do wigs and make costumes. Oh, um, as cool. soon as we walked in, we met a lady Dimitrescu from Resident Evil Eight. I um, did so, see that picture. Yeah, yeah uh, she was very cool. But there was lots that they were re- they were really cool. Um, and then they had. The three stages, um, there was a, a, a stage at the cosplay area, which was for like many cosplay things. There was a small stage up near the VR section um, and the creator's hub. Well, the creators had a tavern. Um, so if you had a creator pass, you could meet your fans at this creator's tavern, which was quite cool. Um, but there was a stage was that an there, actual they, tavern? No, it was like a gate with some tables and kegs. Um, but the effort was made. Uh, and they had, they had, um, they had um, logs that had um, dry ice, so it looked like there was smoke, so that was cool. Um but the the small stage did things like um, they did D and D live by a group called Brickle Roll. Um, oh yeah, they, they had a and they had a bunch of little, like seminars like how to support streamers, equality in the gaming industry. Um, at five o'clock each day, they did a Dance Dance Revolution party. So like, oh no, just dance party on the Wii. On the Switch oh, like Paolo, we missed um, our calling. No, mate. So that was sort of like small intimate things, which was pretty cool. And then they had the big stage, um, which was like the big, big venue. And the only thing I saw there, there was I can't I couldn't really tell what was there, but the big thing I saw was the um, the cosplay competition. Uh-huh. Um, so we saw the uh, the professional cosplay uh, competition, and on the Friday there was like the amateur cosplay 
competition. I don't know what the difference is. I, I, I missed the amateur one. But that was very good. Uh, the costumes were outstanding. And they had to go out and do a performance. So they either lip synced or did some sort of combat routine. Uh, there was a very cool uh, Shepherd from Mass Effect and stuff. What was um, what was the best cosplay you saw? From the competition, um, there, there was a, a girl playing one of the characters from Dragon Age Inquisition. Ari, Ari, no, Laria? I don't know. Uh, she's kind of like a, a, um, a huntress kind of character. Okay. Um, her costume is beautiful. Uh, the Shepherd costume was really cool. Um, there was a tiny Tina. There was two tiny Tinas. Uh, oh yeah, very good. Uh, there was a girl doing a character from Westwood, which I found interesting an interesting choice for a gaming con. But West looked... Westworld. Oh, Westworld, yeah. Uh, but she looked. She West looked Westwood's a terrible DJ on Radio One many years oh, ago. Oh really? Um, so the Westworld. Uh, very embarrassing character. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, they were good. There was a lot of effort in them, and then there was people in cosplay who weren't part of it, just walking around. So, like, I saw a two B from the Automata. Um, there was a fantastic Aloy. Uh, actually, I sent mm, I saw that one. Yeah, yes, yeah, we yeah. got you sent us a picture um, of you with Aloy. So I'll, I'll put a bunch of the pictures yeah. in the Discord uh, after the stream, so we can check Brilliant. it out. Brilliant. Um, there was a BYOC area, which is bring your own computer, which was twenty four hour access. So every, the, the con ran from 10 to 6 each day. But if uh -huh. you did bring your own computer, you could be there for 24 hours. And there was an on-site camping. So you could sleep <laughs> in the NEC arena. And it was like these cardboard, almost looked like coffins that you could rent out. I don't know if you could bring your own tent, but they had these like environmental-friendly um, cardboard tents as well. Um, but there was like there was quite strict that you couldn't bring alcohol on the premises and stuff like that. And basically, it was like people brought their own PCs and stuff down. It just sat. So the, the, that was like the land party right, sort of thing. Okay. And then they had a massive university esports section, and there was tournaments going on, uh, wow. like Valorant and stuff. And uh, and the, the Sunday I was sitting because uh, I was tired, and they were they're all cheering and screaming. And then we went over to kind of watch that a little bit, and it was really interesting. So there was loads going on. There was loads to do and watch. Hmm. Um, it was really good and meeting other streamers and meeting people you'd met online who you'd never spoke to face to face. That was quite fun. So there is another one coming up, Insomnia sixty nine. Nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they're going to change the name for it or something because all the jokes online already are ridiculous. Um, <laughs> so that's Friday August twenty sixth to Monday August twenty ninth twenty twenty two. So I might go down for the Saturday Sunday uh, because I... it was really good fun. I'd go back in a heartbeat. Was that a pun? Oh, and and what? Never mind. We'll move past it. Um, there was one bit I forgot. There was a huge indie studio segment. Oh, um, right. And there was lots of different games you could try. So there was like um, a new zombie survival game coming out, which looked really good. There was a game where you played a loaf of bread. Um, there was a game you played as a tapeworm. Um, there was a game called Slaps, which was, <laughs> which was like the little person's hands were sticking out. And you just run around slapping things like zombies and stuff. And then there was another game all about slapping as well. It seems to be an thing just now. Um, there was a new game that was very um, Hollow Knight, kind of yeah, like uh, Super Meat Boy, which I know uh -huh. you both loved. Mm -hmm. um, and that's <laughs> that's coming out soon. But there was one game which I absolutely loved. Uh, it was called Grid Force uh, by Playtra Games. And it's like a bullet hell RPG. And the... Uh, I kind of skipped the story stuff, the demo, because I didn't want to spoil, but basically you play this character, Donna, a very normal name, and she's no memory, but she meets all these goddesses who um, join your team, and it's like a grid system. You've got to kind of move up and down. At first, I thought it was going to be like Gwent for the Witcher, and I was like, oh, I don't know if that looks good. And then I was like, oh, it looks good. So it was really fast-paced, really tactical, um, and hopefully I, I will be able to talk about a bit more of that in the future. Um Thanks. But it was excellent, and the art style was beautiful as well. It's very cartoony, um, pastel colours and stuff like that. Um, and the yes. character design is beautiful. And I got a magnet. I got a free magnet. They're like, what was your favourite character? And I was like, oh, um, Nina, I think her name was. And they're like, here's a magnet. So she's in my fridge. Yeah, There you um, go. But no, definitely worth it. A lot of fun. One thing I think that was missing compared to Resonate, as I was saying to you before we came live, was a lot of... Like the big industry names been there, but I think it's probably because we're just out of lockdown, really. Yeah, they're still playing it kind of close to their chest. So hopefully, the August one there'll be a bit more of the sort of bigger names uh, kicking around. Um, but no, it was it was lots of fun. It was really really good. Nice. So they seem to be doing it in quite a quick 
the you know this this is not like once a year. This 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 is very much more more regular than that, and it's mm-hmm. a, quite a big event to put on that that. Is um, it in the same place next time? Yeah, is it always uh, in I, th- Birmingham? I think it's always in uh, Birmingham. Yeah, oh, right. Um, and I think it's every six months to do it. So, oh. yeah. So that was excellent. I went down for the last minute. Man on the ground, um, Blunderboy. Uh huh. Reporting for the early end, <laughs> <laughs> and I wore my early end t-shirt uh, and hoodie as well. So I was like, "Look, it's the early man representing." Yeah, we should have uh, sent him down with a bag of them. Just got him to flog them down there, Paul. Right, the early end t-shirts for sale. T-shirts, t-shirts, good job, t-shirts. But yes, I was in Sylvia. I believe that there has been a big Sea of Thieves update. And there has. I am not the man to talk about it. So, Colin, why don't you tell us about this big Sea of Thieves update? Um, yeah, so this isn't a, necessarily a massive update, but but it's a couple of quite big things that have come. So this is still in the middle of season six of Sea of Thieves. This is the third um, adventure. These are the time-limited story things. They're really good, uh, Blunder, I think, actually. I know Paolo's actually missed out a couple of the adventures. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I think you'd quite like these, Blunder. I remember you saying that before. Yeah, they they are very much... Um, maybe, maybe if we're looking for something to do for the Nearly Men channel, we could maybe do one next week Absolutely. or something. That might be, a, might be an option. Um, it means that at least Paolo will get a chance to do one for yeah, once. I'll need, I'll need to check that they're actually that it's still there. It is a time-limited um, event, but this one looks really exciting, actually. Um, and, and there's another big announcement as well, but basically what's happened is they brought in essentially two brand new epic stories that are waiting. Um, we've got the Shrouded Deep, that is the adventure I'm talking about, and of Ooh. course the long-awaited pirate legend Voyage, which is called Legend of the Vale, um, has come as well. Um, I, I sort of talked about this a bit uh, last week. We had a wee, wee chat during our, our stream, um, but I think it's been sort of overlooked for a while as the, the late game stuff in Sea of Thieves, the Athena stuff, it, it's very grindy, it's quite boring, it takes a very long time to do stuff, and it's not a lot of fun. So they've 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 managed to change that with this new uh with this new voyage, which basically is a sort of three chapter voyage that that sort of starts the same way and ends the same way in this big epic adventure in the middle of a gigantic um storm with a huge sea tornado and you've got a battle and all sorts of stuff, but in between it's got these little sort of like modules that um, that randomize, which basically means the thing's kind of instantly replayable. Um, there's various different types of maps, uh, so you might you might be it may be combat style challenges you're doing, or or maps or riddles. But but even the maps and the riddles are not the same ones you're using as before. Beforehand, you know, or on, on normal voyages in Sea of Thieves, you'll get a map and it'll be just the standard map, you'll see the island, you go, oh, that's Smuggler's Bay, or that's um, uh, Discovery Ridge, or Devil's Ridge, uh, um, and and you, you just sort of head head there. Uh, the maps now are zoomed in, uh, these ones, they're, they're specific sections of the islands, so you're going to have to, so you're going to have to be paying a bit more attention, you're going to have to know the islands a bit better to, to do that. Um, and it's just it's just a nice way to add it up. I've not had a chance to play it yet. I'm going to play them tomorrow. Um, but I've already heard from my uh, from my uh, little sparrows that um, that it's really <laughs> really good. So that's great. Nice. I'm excited about that. And the other one, of course, is the the shrouded um, the shrouded deep. Now this sounds really cool. This is picking up from the third. This is the third adventure. Um, it's picking up directly from the last one, um, which was the what was it called? Forts of, Forts. Uh, I can't remember what it was called off the top of my head. Shrouded Forts or something. Anyway, they've all been um, gathering, gathering on you. You've been working with Belle, this mysterious pirate oh, character, yeah. um, and she's been kind of guiding you along. And we now know that we what we have to do after rescuing the the inhabitants of Golden Sands from the sea forts that Flameheart's Machiavellian plan um, involves a magical artifact which is actually called the Veil of the Ancients and it allows the users to um, it gives them the ability to travel between the living world and the the Sea of the Damned Um, now Belle has worked out 
through the information that you managed to glean from the last adventure that that <clears throat> artifact, the last place that they that it was or where they thought it was, um, is inside the belly of the infamous um, shrouded ghost, Megalodon. Shrouded ghost um, doesn't exist, man. It doesn't exist. The ghost is alive, man. The ghost doesn't exist. So, so Bell is going to be pulling the um, famous um, legendary uh, Megalodon hunter Merrick of the of the Hunter's Call, who's who's given up Megalodon hunting. You know, just just when I think I'm out, they pull me back in. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and basically, you and your crew with Bell and Merrick are having to go. You're going to have to summon the shrouded ghost. This is this is a meg. I think it's got like a zero point five percent, or is it zero point one percent? It's got the tiniest percentage in the the world. The the spawn rate. Um, you summon it and you have to fight it. I hasten to add that it's not going to count towards any um, accommodations for actually finding and hunting the shrouded oh, ghost, which right. is good. This is not a way to cheese it. This is not going to spoil that accommodation mm. or or make the shrouded ghost any less magical if somebody does find it out in there. Yeah. But I have to be honest, I'm very excited to actually see it. I know it's not going to be that same moment of, you know, kind of rubbing your eyes and going bloody hell if you actually were to find it organically. Mm. You're 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 going out there and, and summoning the thing. Um but I'm quite excited to see her. I'm quite excited to see her. And um and yeah, it just it just looks really cool. And I'm just really loving what what Rare are doing with these adventurers. Um the story and the lore is really tying very well and, and it genuinely does feel and that's I know Paolo's kicking himself a wee bit because he missed yeah, he missed yeah. the um the previous ones because because they feel like an event. They're quite quick, mm. but I'm already thinking oh, remember I did that one and I did that one and there will be a sort of way and I feel this is going to be another one like you remember that time that we all mm, sailed out and we, right. we, we brought the shrouded ghost out and, and, and mm. fought her. Um, it, it, it's quite exciting and I'm very excited with what's going to happen because w- we've had some adventures but the mysteries are also coming soon um, and we know that the mystery is going to revolve around a murder mystery for this first one. Mm. So somebody's going to die, and we're going to have to work as a, not just as crews, but actually as Sea of Thieves community to do that. And this is all building up to something that is essentially going to change the fate of the Sea of Thieves forever. Mm. So we already, I like that. we've already lost Golden Sands. Now, They've been very coy about exactly what's going to happen, but I think it may well be we might end up in a situation where, as a community, due to the actions or the decisions that the community take, um, whether Golden Sands is ever saved or maybe goes forever, or or could we potentially lose another island, or could something else happen? You know, could the Sea Dog Tavern be obliterated, or? Um, you know, what could Reaper's Hideout disappear off the map? You know, for instance, who knows where they're going to go with it? But I, I love the sort of grand scale that Rare are, are working with here at the moment, mm-hmm. and and really adding to that lore. And actually, it's it's not just like here's a whole bunch of stories for you. This is actually players who are um, affecting mm-hmm. and experiencing that lore as well. I, I think it's it's really cool. It's really, really cool. Awesome. Um, so I'm looking forward to trying that. I'm gonna gonna give them a go tomorrow. Um, but yeah, already I think folk are, are very much enjoying them. Nice. Yeah. Look forward to seeing that. Moving on, we're gonna do some subbies. 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 Uh, our Game Pass editions on the 19th of April. You're getting Formula One 2019 on Cloud. Turn up boy commits tax evasion on console <laughs> PC and clouds. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, just, just gonna roll it. Yeah. I thought you see- just scrolled on to BBC News for a second there. It's like, what's he done now? <laughs> Not turn up boy. On the 26th of April, you can get seven days to die on console PC and clouds. Uh, also, on the 26th of April, research and destroy on console and PC. On 28th of April, you can get bug stacks on the console PC cloud and unsold on the console and PC. 
And the 5th of May, you get Citizen Sleeper on console and Trek to Yomi on console and PC. Ooh. Paolo, Paolo, no. Games with Gold. Bad for uh, the Bugs Max, so yes. Bugs Max is good. <laughs> April 1st to April 30th, uh, you can get another site. April 16th to April 30th, uh, MX versus ATV Live. And from April 16th to May 15th, you can get two. Over on the PlayStation side of town, oh, um, yeah. you still have the April games. So uh, your PS5 and 4 game is Hood, Outlaws and Legends. And your PS4 games are SpongeBob SquarePants, Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated, and Slay the Spire. Guys, I believe last Thursday you may have played some multiplayer games. What did you play and how good was it? Well, we played uh, Chivalry. Chivalry sure. 2, to be precise. Ooh. It was great fun, wasn't it, Cole? It's, it's such a good game. <laughs> it's absolutely carnage. <laughs> um, it's so violent, it's so gory, <laughs> um, and it's, it's, it's so random. I, 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 can't, I can't get good at it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, looking at it, is it a game you can get good at? Well, there is skill involved, there is. Oh, yeah, there's very much skill involved yeah um but i i do th- i do think we talked about this a bit i think it's it's kind of quite a good leveler as well it, this is not like you know warzone or or something where somebody can j- just get like um 100 kills in a row and then get their drones up in the sky and shoot you down and all that you know it, um you know even somebody with a bit, bit of luck can get a kill if somebody makes a mistake um, in the battle, you can do that, and and you know, regardless how good you are, if somebody comes up behind you and whacks you in the back of the head with an axe, you're going down. Not <laughs> much you can do about that. And um, and so it, it sort of levels up uh, that sort of way. Um, it was just absolutely madness, and it is, it's got this bonkers sort of stuff. We saw somebody there hitting a hitting a rope that dropped a sign on folk and stuff. <laughs> the the sort of interactivity of the map and the amount of silly things you can do <laughs> in the game um, just leads to absolute madness. And yeah, although Paolo says he, he didn't get good, we, the Neely men, made a good... Uh, we, we did all right, Paolo. We were all right, we were all right. Aye. It's the kind of thing, you know, you can you can jump into a crowd of people and just start swinging your sword and you, you'll, you'll get a couple of folk before somebody gets you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me like that... It, it, my gameplay in this is very much that bit in Braveheart where Edward Longshanks says, send in the archers. And he goes, uh, forgive me, sir. Won't we hit our own men? Yes, but we'll hit theirs as well. <laughs> and that's very much how I play. <laughs> Aye, the amount of times I hit my teammates was, was unreal. It was good I fun. And we were joined yes. by Rack Turing and Unauthorised Cinnamon who joined us for oh, a few it. games, which was nice. And at least in this one, Cinnamon doesn't have to pretend to be a murderer. He can just go at it. Exactly. Exactly. Well, we, Paolo and I were very much hunted men. So Mark much so that men. Cinnamon and Ratchet constantly would spawn in our team and then change sides just as they could <laughs> come for us. Right. I love that. That's so, so nice. So wholesome. We gave that's, as good as we got, though, Paolo. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did. Good to hear it. Yeah. Good to hear it. Stand shop, up to the other shop end. Tough. Chopped a few of our community's heads off. <laughs> yes. It's just a sign of love and affection. Uh, Colin, what else have you been playing? Oh, my goodness. Right. So I've not been on stream <laughs> this week because... Uh, he doesn't like anyone. The, the, no. never, yeah, um, <laughs> the, the never-ending saga of our kitchen um, uh, continues. Um, we had a bit of problems uh, getting a plasterer. We got let down by somebody. We got another guy who came and then there was various things. The guy we got's excellent, absolutely brilliant. Um, but it was quite a tricky job. Took a couple of days, um, so I had to move everything out of the kitchen <laughs> into the oh. living room, and I basically just sat around like stacks of stuff and played Elden Ring for Yay. like three days straight. Oh my goodness! I don't think, with the exception, obviously, a Sea of Thieves, but. With Sea of Thieves, I mostly stream that game. I don't actually sit and play Sea of Thieves when I'm not yeah, streaming. Yeah. Um, I can't really remember a game for a while that I have put this much time into. Um, I'm at 77 hours now. I am 90, level 96, 90, 
seven. I've probably killed somewhere in the region of about thirty bosses, and nice. The I honestly can't. I cannot articulate just how big this game is. <laughs> I keep I keep going. I must have completed the map now. This you know, there's only a tiny little bit of sort of like the you know the kind of fog of war of a map. I was like. Mm. There's only a wee bit of clouds there. There can't be much. I kind of think I know what's going to be sort of there. And and then this is it. This is the world. This is where I'm doing it. And then you just find another bit. And you find another map. And you're like, whoa. And then so it adds that on. You're like, well, hang on. And as you zoom out, what you thought was a square is suddenly this enormous 16 by 9 rectangle. <laughs> and I'm like, there's a whole bloody section over there. I've not even... <laughs> it is astonishing. Um, and yet, for a game that has such a big open world, none of it feels very... Um, like, just, oh, well, just this is just grassland and there's nothing mm-hmm. here. There's stuff... Everywhere, mm-hmm. literally everywhere, even areas where I, I've been to where I think I'm, I'm pretty sure I've hundred percented that. You go, you you go back there and you you see this little like um, I don't know, like a little like fork in the road that you never noticed before, and you're like, oh, I wonder what's down there, and and it takes <laughs> you a whole other area or a dungeon or um this astonishing sort of like vista that you're staring at as you suddenly get attacked by a dragon or a gigantic bear or whatever nice. um and it's, it, it's just absolutely incredible um so i think I, i've killed the the fourth I, I, story boss i've done an awful lot of just exploring and just sort of finding out i was a bit lost i had to go to a guide to oh. kind of get myself back on track a little bit because mm-hmm. I was I was getting a little bit worried that I was getting a bit over leveled because I was bat- you know going back to some of the places where I'd had a tough time and then I was like it's like <laughs> my time to shine remember me smack 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 <laughs> um and I was like oh I really need to try and get back on the story or I'm gonna you know I feel I'm gonna miss out so um I did boss three um about a week or so ago Boss four um, was was that today or was that yesterday? Um, yeah, last night. And um, and unfortunately, the boss four. So this is my old spoilers. I'm going to mention this boss. So if anyone doesn't want to hear it, fingers in your ear, or put the volume down for a second. Um, the enemy is called Radan, and I've heard a big thing online about how hard he is to fight, how tough he is, how you know. And then he got sort of nerfed in an update, and then they sort of like unnerfed him most recently. And I was like, good, I hadn't, I didn't fight him while he was nerfed, and he's apparently back to being hard. So I'm kind of looking forward to it. And I beat him in one go. <laughs> I was a bit like, oh. Mm. So I feel I was possibly a little bit um, over leveled, possibly for him. Don't get me wrong, I didn't like one shot him or anything like that. It was still a, a, a fight and I had to use a number of flasks and I had to, you know, I, there was a couple of times I very nearly did die in the fight, but I was very, you know, I kind of feel when I go into a boss fight, I'm always like, right, the, the first one's just a free hit. We'll see what mm-hmm. happens. I'll get an idea of what sort of stuff I'm going to deal with and then I'll I'll come back ready. You know, I'll have an idea of whether, you know, fire might work or blood loss might work or poison might work. Um, and I never really got to do that because I beat him the first time. <laughs> um, but uh, it's it's absolutely fabulous. It's absolutely fabulous. And and it's funny because I've now gone into another bit and I'm having a really hard time again. So I'm kind of like, maybe I'm now sort of appropriately leveled for, for where I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I just... <sighs> I'm 77 hours in. I feel like I'm probably... I, I, I had the feeling that I was kind of getting near the end, but then I went and looked through the trophy list and turns out I'm absolutely nowhere near the end. <laughs> by looks of it. So I've got a fair bit still to go. And do you know what? I'm just delighted because I'm, I'm honestly... I mean, obviously I've got huge hopes for potentially God of War Ragnarok coming out. I know Corey Barlog did a little video the other day online where he talked about it and basically said still not ready to show, but they're working really hard, um, kind of fine-tuning everything, and, and it does look as though it, potentially it may still come out this year. But I tell you, 
as far as I'm concerned, it's probably the only game that, for me, is going to knock um, Elden Ring off game of the year because at the moment it's just so good. It's just so good. I've never, I, I just, yeah, I'm blown away by it. Awesome. Paolo, what have you been playing? I've been playing uh, the normal stuff. Uh, the golf tournament's still kicking on every week. Um, it, it was not good this week at all. We'll not talk about that. We'll not talk about that. Star Citizen. I'm still playing Star Citizen. Still loving <laughs> Star Citizen. Um, a, a new kind of big patch is about to drop 3.17. Um, it's it's. I'm hearing that it's, it's, it's kind of buggy, but it's, it's good. Um the things like ship to ship refuelings coming into it. You can now sell loot to vendors. Um, what else? There's a river now. So they've now put in a river. And that's a kind of test river, if you like. Once that's kind of working, they'll be able to put it all over the place and put multiple rivers and all that. Um, so it's, it's, it's good. It's, it's still. It's still a brilliant game. A really fun game to play. If you like the gameplay loops, and you're fine. Um, that's really good fun. But I suppose the big news this week was we started the Formula One community tournament, which has been getting yeah. built up over the weeks. Um, and it started, there was a few teething problems to start with. We had a few connection issues. We couldn't mm-hmm. get one player in particular to connect. Um, but we think we've maybe fixed that. We did get two races in, um, which I finished both of them. I was very chuffed. Yeah, very chuffed. It was. Um, I was third in the first one, and then last in the second one. <laughs> uh, but it's it's honestly great fun. It's so it's you know it's not just a it's not a racer like Forza or Gran Turismo. You need to be really careful, and mm-hmm. there's a lot more finesse to it, uh, which is it just it it makes it so much scarier to play, and uh, so much uh-huh. more exciting. Um, and it's great. So we're we're going to be doing that. We're going to try for kind of three three races a night on a Monday night um, and it, some of the, the great community are involved uh, and people just throwing themselves in it. It's great fun. Um, and it's this, just... Um, this, high, this sizzle reel that you've got, this, like, is uh, very good. Pal, that's my intro, say. yeah. That's my this intro. It's very good. It's good fun. It's good fun. That'll be getting played a lot because it took me forever. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, honestly, it's yeah. just it's so much fun. It's It's... it's you know, as I say, you you need to be really gentle with the controls. You can't just burly right around corners. You have to really take your time and feather the controls. And it's it's a danger. It's it's like Formula One in a way that when the race starts, it's very dangerous because mm-hmm. everybody's very very close. You're braking as you go into the first corner, uh, and if you damage your car, if you damage the front of your car in any way, you have to go and get it fixed. Otherwise, you can't turn corners. Basically. Um, right. so I'd really be good. out of that first corner. I'd be right after <laughs> track. I'd be done. It was very entertaining to watch. I say it was good fun. Uh, and all the different, all the nice pretty cars. I was like, oh, pretty cars. The graphics <laughs> are fantastic. They are. They mm-hmm. really are. I mean, you know, uh, they, they've kind of knocked knocked out of the park for a few years running, and I don't know how much better they can get. But now, I don't know if this year is the first kind of next gen they're going for. Um, so it could be even shinier, I don't know. But it's 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 great. It's great fun. Bye, that's nice me. Fun. That's me, just that. Excellent. Uh, I've managed to play some things. Uh, I got the Dark Anthology collection for really cheap in the PS sale. Um, mm. And I was really looking forward to Little Hope. And you know, I loved Little Hope up until the end where it took a big steaming turd all over itself. Oh. <laughs> like, oh. Literally, I wish I hadn't finished it. I wish I'd stopped where I was happy and... It just ruined the game for me. That's not the one. Uh, I, no, I played the the man of Medan. Man of Medan. Little Hope's the same one. Um, I I I've I've not been that furious at the end of a game in a long time. <laughs> so Little Hope's after Man of Medan, yeah. Yeah, so they're not connected. It's like um, Creep Show or American Horror Story. Each game's its own story that don't right. link at all, and and it's a different cast of characters and all that. Um, is it until dawn part of the dark anthology? No, until dawn is own, as is the quarry. They they are standing so. Right. Think of until until dawn in the quarry like movies and man uh, the dark anthology like TV shows. Okay, okay. Like that. Um, Is Little Hope scarier than Man of Medan? It looked scarier. Little Hope had me like, going ah! uh, and really really spooky and it was really creepy and really horrific. And then the end was like, and now I'm gonna poo all over myself. And I was like, <laughs> to be fair, that is very horror esque because no, true? but it was like 
<laughs> it was like it was even like satisfying though. Sometimes the end of horror, you go, "Oh, that was mean, but I liked it." Right. Like it's after like uh, like get back to the audience. This one, it was like the ultimate sin in story writing. Oh, oh dear! But you all probably can tell what that is at the end of a, a film or something. So it was just oh, I wanted to take my disc out and smash against the wall, but I don't do discs, and I wasn't smashing my PlayStation against the wall, so I just uninstalled <laughs> it. So I was going to play. Are you telling me? I, you, do... I mean, I'm, I, I don't actually want to say this because I might spoil it, but I'm 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 almost saying I imagine you're saying that you woke up in the shiver, like. He's too young to get that reference. He's too young to get that reference. Like it was all a dream, basically. It was yeah, all but the danger is. Yeah, aye, right, yeah. okay, yeah. Um, it was a Dallas reference. But I, oh, right. oh, yeah, of course. Uh, um, but then I started House of Ashes, <laughs> and House of Ashes is terrifying. Oh, oh. So I would say if you want to play a Dark Anthology game, play House of Ashes, and it looks pretty. And it's Ash Tidsdale with a machine gun, so it's really weird. Um, but it's good. <laughs> Uh, I started my Resident Evil recap of 2022 because I just love Resident Evil on a Tuesday night. What do you? This is brand new information. What? Uh, And I'm going to play all of them that I can. There's like a couple I won't because they don't work on PC, but I'm going to play all of them, um, even the not so good ones in people's opinions, because last time I just rushed the main games up to the village. This Mm -hmm. time we're going to do all of the games. Um, And that's been lots of fun uh, playing. I did Resident Evil Director's Cut and I've done Claire's Scenario in the first uh, Resident Evil 2. And then I went back into the replicant just because um, Baker Boy's been playing it and they gave me the bug for it again. And I wanted mm-hmm. to get all the endings and it's a great game. So, yeah, nothing nothing major or new, really. Um, but, yeah, that's it. Nice. nice. Viewers have been in touch. Uh, Laura Dora has been playing Vampire Survivors. Oh, Vampire Survivors has been a blast this week. Bargain on Steam. So, if you nice. like vampires, go look at that. Uh, Amar Ahmad says, I've been playing Far Cry New Dawn. Uh, Far Cry 5 is so much better. With an actual story in it. I am Ooh. shocked to hear that. I yeah. did not enjoy Far Cry. Oh. We tried I to play the Richard. I've completed it. We got sent review bland. copies of it. And and uh, there's a lot that I liked off it, but it's just not that good. Mm. Uh, Baker, uh, who is also Baker Boy on Twitch, uh, says having an existential crisis playing near Replicant, which is why I'm playing it again, and now onto near Automata. Um, or she goes at oh, I didn't get that. I was very glad I was hosting because I, I was like, they will be like, what? well, Colin got it. Yeah, yeah I got uh, it straight away. Uh, I, I was yeah. congratulating Clever Baker Boy on, on his wonderful <laughs> emoji work in the Discord. <laughs> I didn't get it until you said it out loud yeah. there. That's a commenter, a tomato. Uh, Evil Monkey, uh, that Sea of Thieves update, though. That's, yep. Yep. Uh, yep, 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 yep. Uh, Formula One mainly a dash of Elden Ring and a small smattering of Cyberpunk the other day that's like a daily Smith recipe Silk <laughs> uh, Staff only been playing the new season of Witch Queen not much else to report Capin Illyria has been playing Star Citizen and World of Warcraft and Joshimitsu has been playing the Tony Hawk Pro Skater remasters Ooh. now the the I'm tempted by them. I adored Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. You did. You've spoken about that before. Uh, they're quite often quite, quite often in sale when they play PS5, so check the I know, sale I do just need now. to keep an eye on them. Because um, there's and a big 75% off just now, Freestar or something like that. You are a rad dude as well. I you? am a rad dude. I you have many sick. baseball caps. <laughs> sick kick tricks. <laughs> something like that. I, um, I, I've knocked myself out on a skateboard IRL many times. <laughs> I then realised it's probably anyone. easier to not. You know, I don't. I I don't get knocked out if I play it on my on my PlayStation. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but we love it when you get in touch. Let us know what you've been playing, and if you would like to get in touch, let us know what you've been playing. Here's how you can do that. Love to hear from you. Find us on Facebook as the Nearly Men, Twitter and Instagram where we are at Nearly Men, or email info. Hey. Yes, please do get in touch. That's what sharp you. Ah, well, um, uh, something wrong there. So. I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, okay, new release time. On the 21st of April, uh, you can get Anucard on PC, Xbox Series, Xbox One, and Switch. Uh, Lumot, the Master Mode Chronicles on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. And Villone on PC. On the 22nd of April, you can get Metal Tales Overkill on PC, PlayStation consoles, Xbox consoles, and Switch. On the 26th of April, you can get The Serpent Rogue on PC, Ooh. PS5, Xbox Series S, and X, and Switch. On the 27th of April, uh, Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt comes out on PS5. Is that out? 
this month. This looks cool. This looks very cool. Yeah, it looks very good. Uh, and MLB the show on the Switch at baseball. Correct. Yes. Basically, yeah, it could be. Uh, on the 23rd of April, <laughs> you can get Kaiju Wars on the PC. On the 29th of April, you can get Nintendo Switch Sports on the Switch. And then moving on to May, on the 4th of May, you can get Wildcat Gun Machine on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. On the 5th of May, you can get Warhammer 40, I think it's about 40k, Chaos Gate, Demon Hunters on PC. And best month ever on PC, PlayStation, Xbox consoles, and Switch. And then on the 6th of May, you've got Crowns and Pawns, Kingdom of Deceit on the PC. Nice. Anything from chat? Yes. Evil Monkey. Evil Monkeys, uh, when you were talking about your hoodies, uh, (laughs) suggested it must not be as snuggly as Adidas hoodie, though. Boom. Got him. No, because my hoodie's on the line drying because I wore it so much at the weekend. So, boom, got you right back. Get it, run, you <laughs> evil. <laughs> uh, it also says... Wonder is very much trying to get an Adidas sponsorship though today with his <laughs> yeah, Adidas know. t-shirt Adidas. Adidas hoodie. Have you got Adidas shoes on? Uh, oh, sh- no, <laughs> no uh, I have it. Have you got an Adidas keyboard? Because you're going to need one now. You've just poured <laughs> Pepsi Max all over yourself. It's not, it's not on the keyboard, it's just in the table. It's fine. Oh, no. Oh, Timestamp no. that. Timestamp that. <laughs> my first beat. <gasps> no, my, my, my trainees are uh, Reeboks. I wear Reeboks. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Uh, when Colin was talking about Sea of Thieves uh, murder mystery, even uh-huh. though he did say, I hope it's not my character dies, that would suck. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine they just randomly picked one person and just nerfed them from the game? (laughs) And in relation to Elden Ring being a really good open world game and it it feels big but not overwhelming and such like, Baker Boy says, uh, none of it feels Ubisoft, you mean? Oh, gosh, (laughs) man. I've had to give up on Ubisoft games. I'm just like, no. I I mean, see, to be fair, actually, Ubisoft's open worlds are quite interesting. There's just too much... And yeah. a, a lot of busy work. Aye, and, too much and, spam. And and Ubisoft open worlds Ubi- actually know that bad. The the open world that I had a tricky time with was uh, Ghost of Tsushima, for instance, which is a, a fab. It's a genuinely fantastic game, but there is points of the open world where it's it's more about how good it looks than actually how interesting it is to traverse or explore. The fighting's great. It looks brilliant. Love the story. Found open world a little bit bland at points, but um, I just don't like them when they're too big. Like I know you love it. Red Dead's open world makes me dead. Oh, I oh no! Think I think, Red, I think Red Dead's. I, no, I find, uh, it, I find it big and boring. <gasps> I, I think. Red but we've Dead's had that chat. Open world's one oh, of the sort of. Although um, I have to say. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West's open world is fabulous. It's massive, Blunder. It's bigger than Red Dead. No, I got places really fast in Horizon Forbidden West, and I run everywhere. I don't use steed, so I, 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 I was finding things to do and running about and jumping and punching things in the face. But Red Dead, I was just... But... Un- unacceptable. He's, he's uh, sure yeah, nearly, man. I, I vote to kick Blunderboy out the nearly man on that corner. For his alone. crimes against Red Dead. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, it's always the thing, but but you know, <laughs> um, as big as um, you know, an Ubisoft open world can be, especially like Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which I still have like oh my gosh, I flashbacks to the anxiety of looking at that map and going, <laughs> I just can't do it, I just can't do it. And then also, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I was quite excited about the thing, but the combat's so rubbish, and I was like, and then oh, really? I just zooming out in the map and it's like oh they really need to change <laughs> ubisoft really need to change their battle system the fighting is rubbish <laughs> it's rubbish um so i that kind of bored me but but elden rings map is that big it's that big but it it's just it's interesting it's just more interesting it's just yeah. more interesting it's important gonna do a big um, work to make it interesting mm-hmm. yeah gotta be done uh gentlemen any streams coming up of worth or not 
Uh, I'm on tomorrow afternoon, probably about, so that'll be Friday 22nd, probably about 1pm-ish. The plasterer's got to come back. He's got to fix one wee little thing. Um, so that's delaying it ever so slightly. But yeah, I'll be on in the afternoon. We're going to play some Sea of Thieves. We're going to explore the brand new content. Whee! Uh, I'm back on Sunday. I think that's what I'm back oh. on next. <laughs> For the flights around the world. Where are you going How to this time? We are in Norway. No, we're in Sweden. We're in Sweden. We've been to Norway. We're now cutting across Sweden, heading towards Finland. I don't Ooh. think we'll get any further than that. The land of Rakshorian. Indeed, sir. Indeed. If I truly stand there with an anti aircraft gun waiting for you. <laughs> get him, boys. Uh, I should be back Sunday as well. I don't know what I'm playing yet. Uh, I should see how, how I feel. Um, oh, yeah. Story game, or I might just do Dead by Daylight or something. I don't know. Hey, whatever. Are you going to Birmingham to play Dead by Daylight? I am. I'm going to go down there. Down right. Well, don't take your Pepsi Max <laughs> marinated keyboard with you. I never had the keyboard. I had this table next to the keyboard, thankfully. Like, it just swerved. And actually, it never dribbled. So, I clearly have psychic powers and held it in the table. I was like, Argh. Yeah. Um,. But no, thank you very much. Uh, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by executive producer Hamster Boy. Me, yeah, me, producer. Yeah. And the next episode <laughs> will be live here on twitch.tv slash the nearly men. Episode 108 Oofed. at 8pm on the 5th of May. Any parting words? Um, keep your fizzy drinks away from your expensive computer and recording equipment, people. Yes. That's a good, that's good motto to live by. Yes. Paul? Um, to keep your pawn in your hapney. Oh, man. Uh, and as always, <laughs> uh, remember to keep your joy pads charged. See you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.